This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast and we're heading ourselves out of the Emirates Stadium, the Highbury, whatever you want to call it, uh, the library for last parts of tonight to be quite honest with you. Brentford went down 3-1 to the mighty, mighty Arsenal today. First half was a bit of a no-show, an absolute and total no-show. The second half, the Brentford pulled it out of the bag a little bit. They played pretty well, but you know, we've got a number of points about this game, about, you know, who should have played, who shouldn't have played, why we didn't turn up the first half, why the atmosphere was so terrible the first half. Second half, yeah, it was better, but still, a lot of fans, I think, are pretty disappointed about this. this is a bit of a Chelsea Mark 2, Mark 3. And at the end of the day, I'm Billy the B, and I'm here outside the Emirates Stadium. There's all sorts of characters here, milling and everything like that. And uh, I'm not particularly uh, happy with what went on down there. Are you? Not happy. Didn't have a question. <laughs> no, no, the second half was good. Good. You know, no, it was better. I said it was better. I was all relative, isn't it? It's, it's, um, it's all relative. I, the, I thought the third goal was harsh, mate. I thought 2 1 was probably about right. I thought we had to go second half. They sat back. Um, I, don't, I don't get the sort of choice of team, really. If you play your A team or your B team, you play a mixture, then you bring on your, your stars at the end anyway. It's a bit of a strange. Do you want to win it? Do you not? I think the messages were a bit mixed, but we had a good go. We didn't get embarrassed, but yeah, it's a bit disappointing, really. I mean, it's a, again, the disappointing thing is that you, you know, we're not going to necessarily win this cup, but you want to go in there, you're playing Arsenal, you want to give it a show. You've got 9,000 fans that have turned up. At the end of the day, is that, you know, if we're not going to really go for it, just sell 4,000 tickets, let everyone come down and, and, and just, just get on with it, though, you know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's, that's my fault. Yeah, but that's been a dilemma for years, isn't it? We've had worse Caribou League Cup things than this where, you know, we just play reserve teams. And I think tonight, because it was a big game, we kind of picked about halfway house, really. You know, some big, some first-teamers, some second-teamers, and then you you bring on Malpay at the end and, and others. But, you know, we, we, we got a bit of rhythm in the second half and we, we showed that we can play football. Um, but, yeah, all, all in all, we never really looked like getting anything out of the game, did we? So that's a disappointment because, I, you know, as I've said previously, I, I wanted to win this cup and... We probably got the one draw that stopped us doing that. Sorry, not stopped us winning it. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Stopped us progressing. I'm not that ambitious, but yeah. you know what I mean. So, so listen, today, today's today's game. Listen, we come out there. We were quite excited. I mean, it's really a weird sort of atmosphere in the pipe beforehand because everyone was happy to be there and we were all chilling out and having a bit of a laugh. No one really expected to get anything out of it, but I think that going down to that early goal for a start and having that first half where there's nothing, it, it kind of like. 
just just killed it, didn't it? It did. I mean, uh, the, the pub was great actually beforehand, and uh, just really enjoying it. Nice chill vibe. Then uh, we we got in, stuck into a really long queue getting into the ground. Missed the first goal. So basically, you just walk into the ground and you're already deflated. Then when you see your team playing absolute garbage, couldn't string two passes together. And, uh, you know, that still really deflated us. The second half, we, we came out, Bococcio and Sawyers saw the ball, started playing with each other. Uh, sorry, I should rephrase that. It's playing really well together. And, uh, you know, we, we just looked about a much better side. And uh, it's just a shame we couldn't do that from the start. Disappointing night overall, don't you think? Yeah, it was, although I'd like to know what uh, was put in the tea at half-time because I want some of that for my travels home tonight. Disappointing first half. Why is it that Brentford team always turn up at a stadium over 45,000 and we never, we never seem to put on a performance? Second half was far better and we didn't go away disgraced. I feared at half-time we might lose 6-0. 3-1, fair result to Arsenal. They're a good team. We put out our B-plus team. It wasn't, it, wasn't our, it wasn't our B team. It was a B-plus team. We'll get there. We'll fight on. And let's concentrate. Reading Saturday. Come on, you bees. Come on, you bees. Sorry, it's a game of one half, yeah? A game of one half, most definitely, yeah. Oops. Bees congregating outside the Holloway Road. Uh, we, we, to be fair, we, we took over the, the fullback in, uh, in North London, Finsbury Park, before the game. It was full of bees. And outside, we're, out, we're in the pie shop now. Uh, they do beers in the pie shop as well, the Pyre Corner. We've, we've taken over the pie shop as well after the game. It's just a place it is, a total domination by the bees off the pitch, but maybe not so much so on the pitch. Am I correct? That's right. It's a little bit of a shame, really, because uh, if the uh, the goals that were scored in the game, four goals, three to Arsenal, one to Brentford, were scored in a different order, we might have had a game on our hands, but wasn't really to be. The early goal killed us again, didn't it? Was a little bit. Was before most bees got in the ground, so by the time. Most bees got in the ground. There was a bit of an atmosphere going. We were one 0 down. It's all a little bit like when, it's the same again. Like every time we go to these, we have these big games. Like we, when we played at Wembley before, you know, can't really get this atmosphere going. And then before you know it, you know, it's just. I just hope that if we uh, go up next year, this year, which we're more than capable of, I just hope that. Um, there are pockets of Brentford fans that manage to like kind of stick together and create an atmosphere at these away grounds. Which, which is important. I wouldn't want today to be a kind of a portent of what's to come if we go up. No, no, but, but I think also, but also, and I'm not, I don't want to interrupt you here, but I think it's also very important. And we've said this, the club has got to help this to a certain extent. Right? Have, yeah. yeah. The thing about it is that we've had situations where we've said we want the fans to be singing to be together. Other people go, well, everybody sings and it's like, look, you know, you go to the game, there are certain people who are more, say, vocal on, they stand up and they're more lively and others who tend not to be, which is fine. There's not a problem with that, but all you need to do is separate them up. We've had situations where we've tried to orchestrate that situation because they haven't sold enough tickets for the section that is more lively, then it all goes horribly wrong and then the club goes, oh, no, we're not going to do that again. And it's just kind of like... You've got to work a little bit harder to make that happen because to buy it today, I'll be honest with you, it wasn't a pleasurable experience to be an away fan. Now, for me, it wasn't. I thought no, it was a bit rubbish. Really. You're absolutely right. You, you, you sit there and you, you've all we've all experienced like these amazing atmospheres at away games where there's been maybe like people. one thousand. Well, yeah, 
200, 400. Preston away, 400 people, exactly. brilliant away. Yeah, we, we, you all get we, together. We all know what it feels like to have that amazing kind of, you know, bonding experience. And that just wasn't there today. It's a shame. It's a shame because you should be. we should be proud of having 9,000 Brentford fans at one game that isn't a home game. Of course we should be proud of that, but... I would have preferred 5,000 today altogether singing. And this is not knocking the fans up there, but it's just... It's just, it just wasn't right. We shouldn't knock it because, you know, it doesn't come around all the time. If we did manage to get ourselves in the Premier League, we'd certainly have to have a look at it because it would be horrible to have a situation where we were going away to maybe three or four weeks in a row, Liverpool, Everton, United, City, Arsenal and have a situation like today where there's like little pockets of people trying to generate atmosphere and then once that gets going it doesn't happen in el- elsewhere you know I mean you know Bill you know what I'm saying I know exactly what you're saying but team of getting this far you know if the goals have been scored in a different order we'd be uh, watching a penalty shooter out right now rather than uh, having lost the game so. and having a pie in a pie shop with a load of beer. Having a pie, a very salty pie. I, I can see why they like people. I can see why people get drawn in. It's very salty. A salty pie. Oh, salty. A salty pie. I feel like I've had a tube of Pringles to myself. Anyway, we're up for the chat. The Alu chat. Actually, no. <laughs> we're still here. We're still here. Post match, and um, yeah, there's not a lot to be said really because we're. Um, like I said to you, um, you know, we've talked, we said it so many times before, a little bit gutted about um, how this game has gone down yet again. Two Chelsea's and an Arsenal. It's like, a, it's like the hat-trick of uh, Premier League disappointment, isn't it? It is. You say, Alu, chat, there was no spice for me tonight. It was really lacking in that. And um, I was a bit disappointed in the team we put out, to be honest. I thought four of the, uh, the uh, first-team regulars was a little bit of a, an insult, in a way, to the fans that turned up. But, you know, first half bit of a write-off second half much better but too little too late in the end if we were nil all at half time that could have been an interesting game couldn't it absolutely I think so especially with what we had on the bench you know with Ben Rama and Mount Pye to come on I think we could have made a real game of it but yeah as I say it was too little too late in the end should we have maybe sort of you know you know put a little poll out there or a little opt or maybe written to the FA to ask them to make it a game of one half (laughs) I don't don't know about that but I mean you know we, we 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 gave it a good go in the second half and that was encouraging so uh, at least we had something to cheer about in the end and we scored And um, but yeah I mean a little bit disappointing overall OK we've been looking for Arsenal supporters to talk to but to be honest you there's no one here there's, there's not, honestly there's literally there's like not be funny but there's just not here I mean I know there's literally 45,000 in the stadium or something like that but there seems to be some sort of kind of evaporation thing going on, you know what I'm saying? Some sort of magic, magic wand. And uh, so we, we, we might just have to pretend that we've got a couple of Arsenal fans and we'll, we'll just talk to ourselves and, yeah. So actually, fan, fan, Arsenal fan, he's, he's re-evaporated. He, they've, they've come back out of, out, out of the mist. And, uh, yeah, and listen, we just want to get a vibe from you because... Uh, We've, Brentford fans, we've been talking about the game and how disappointed we were, especially in our no-show in the first half. But from Arsenal, I know that it's a bit of a difficult one for you because you've got your under-23s who, who come out and you want to see them actually 
you know, step up to the first team, see who's going to be there as well. So for you, you're in a kind of, I don't know, experimental phase. I mean, how is it for you today, the game? Yeah, look, the game was good. As you said, the first half was all ours. Um, probably once once Brentford scored that first goal, it got a bit, bit nervy, a bit edgy, you know, around the mark, thinking, what are we going to do here? Then we've got that final goal from Lacazette. Obviously, it took the pressure off, but that came so late. It was kind of like, what's going on here? We're going to have a Manchester United and lose to Derby, something like that. So it got, it got edgy towards the end. The question I'm going to ask you is that, I mean, what do you think? I mean, just you thinking as an Arsenal fan, what would have happened if Brentford actually turned up in the first half, do you think? If they played in the, like the second half in the first half? It would have made for a much better game. Whether Arsenal would have lifted because of that, you don't know. But uh, if Brentford played like the, probably that 30-minute spell they had towards the end there, the whole game, anything could happen. You know, it's the League Cup, it's the Carabao Cup. This stuff happens. You have the upsets and an early round exit. Brentford get the win. Stuff like that happens in this game. For you, I mean, there's a few new players, not new players, but up-and-coming players that are coming out. Is there anybody from the Arsenal side that impressed you? Tonight in particular? Ooh, let me have a think. I'm really enjoying watching um, Gundozi play. I love watching that kid. He signed from PSG. He's, what, something like 19. And he's, he's come out of the, the Premier League side now. He's rotating a bit with Torreira and Jacker. I love him. I think he's fantastic. Whether he had the best game tonight, maybe not. He had that shoddy cross, you know, late in the second half that right when Brentford were building, he thought we could have had a stabiliser here. But he, played a, he plays well. I really like watching him play. And anyone disappointed you? Ooh... I don't, I don't know if I'm going to talk specifically about tonight, but I'm not really sure what's going on with Mohamed Elneny at the moment. So, towards the end of last season, before he got the number four, I thought he was really looking good. You know, he started to make creative passes. He signed the extension. He could have gone to Everton, but he didn't. He stayed. And now it's kind of like, I'm waiting for him to break through and maybe get, you know, float around the first team, change out with Jacket. He just doesn't seem to be doing it. He's just kind of hanging in no man's land. I want to see him elevate. He's just, he looks lacklustre this season. He's not there yet. And just quickly, from, from the Brentford team, and I know, you, you know you've only seen them very briefly, and it was probably an only one-off performance, but were there any players out there that you thought, oh, blimey, or was there anything that you thought about the Brentford play that you thought, that was quite interesting or that was quite good? Yeah, look, Brentford looked good towards the second half. Um, you guys are doing, I'm pretty sure, quite well in the championship at the moment, so you came out, and I know it's a very arrogant thing to say, but a 3-1 loss to Arsenal when that third goal came in the 90th-plus minute isn't the worst result. You guys showed up in spades. You had all the fans there. They were going crazy. It was really good to see. You had a lot of people show up, which is big as well. And, you know, if you have a 30-minute spell against Arsenal at the Emirates Stadium and you're playing well and you're out playing this home side, you wouldn't say it's the worst day. Apparently, and as we listen to... uh, Yeah. In, what's it? Grooving Harp. Yeah, Grooving Harp. Grooving Harp. Because we had a groove in our harp. It was a game of two halves, apparently. Is that not right? Uh, well, um, yeah, I suppose you could say that. But um, ultimately, um, yeah, yeah, it's a game of two halves, yeah, I guess. But it wasn't like two and then, you know, they scored two, we scored two. I mean, it, we were better in the second half. Um, but we were so bad in the first half. Yeah, yeah, so for us it was a game of two halves. I don't think it was for Arsenal so much. Um, I thought that, you know, we paid to our potential in the second half and we... You know, I ruffled a few feathers here and there, but um, you know, it was a big, it was a big mountain to climb already. Um, the only thing I would say, of course, is that you know, it was ultimately the the eleven that went out there that um, in the first half and disappointed people. People criticised, you know, the the team that went out there it was it was the same team that got us 
out of well didn't get us out of the hole eventually but, but, but started climbing their way out of the hole shall we say and um, so you know it, it, I, I didn't think that team were, should have been as uncompetitive as they were in the first half um, I don't necessarily blame Dean Smith or blame us for not taking it seriously I mean you know um, I just think it's the, the Caribou Cup and we've got quite a big squad and everyone needs minutes and um, it's an opportunity to do that and you can feel bad for Bentley and Mepham um, not playing tonight but you know those two they'll play here probably in the future anyway so you know to give Judge the opportunity and stuff like that um, I, you know I'm, I'm not completely against it so post-match still here pied right up here at the Pipey Corner um, the beers are flowing quite nicely a bit of old 80s groove in the background the old magic touch here the old magic touch I remember this tune and he used to DJ this tune as, uh, as you do back in the day but anyway we won't talk about that but the Luke N you're not very happy either, are you? Oh, do you know what? It's, it's what could have been. It's what could have been. Dean Smith was saying he didn't want another Chelsea. Will they serve up another Chelsea? Yeah, you know, I, I, was, I was so annoyed with the club at half-time. You know, we lay down and die. And then what happens when we go toe-to-toe for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, second half? They're scared. They bring on Lacazette and they bring on Ramsey and they're, and they're time-wasting. There's a, there's a game there. There's a game. We carved a, we carved a game out. And it's just annoying. It's annoying that we, we if we could have gone, gone in, even 1-0 down, I think if we'd gone in draw at half-time, it'd be a different game. And still, we lost, we've lost. lost. That's three games without a win now. Huge gamble now on us smashing Reading. So, you know... Yeah, but I'm, I'm not being funny, but we, it's, it's, it, it was Arsenal, you know, to be fair. If you want to want to throw that into the loop, it's like saying, you know, we played, you yeah, know... Arsenal was, it was Arsenal youth team and reserves till they got scared. Danny, Danny Welbeck's Danny Welbeck's quite a good player. It, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, you know, thousands would disagree. Oh, uh, put Danny Welbeck into our. No, well, put right. Danny Welbeck in our front line, and we would have scored seven goals. You know what I'm saying? No, you, you're right in that respect, but I just think I just think I just feel gave him too much respect. I thought Cannon had a terrible game. I thought the first half, like these lofted balls into the box, we just played into their hands. It's a bit annoying every week now. When when a team steps up against us, we seem to just play right into their hands, but. I, yeah, I thought I thought second half you know there was obviously it's came two off but yeah it absolutely like loved loved really really loved my club that second half you know it was like it, it was like a the, the little run at school getting a punch in on the bully and then the bully's head's wobbling but we did we just we just didn't turn up and you know I, I, I don't know I don't know if I was Bentley if I was other players in the, in the squad when are they going to play at the Emirates again when are they? So I, 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 next I, season maybe. Yeah, well, I, I, I really hope, or even the next ten years will be, will be absolutely mad and incredible. But if I was a player, look, most of that squad are not going to be at Brentford in three years' time. So when are they going to be at the Emirates? I would have been saying to Steve Smith, I'll, I'll be doing a Tarki on strike if you do not play me today, and I will run till my till my eyes bleed. And, and unfortunately, we turned out. We showed them too much respect. Same, same as what we did against Chelsea. Same as what we usually do against teams above us. So, anyway, I'm having a great day. I'm in such a great. I'm wearing a half and half scarf. Uh, and you're and you're listening to Hey You, the Rocksteady Crew. Uh, yeah, I've just eaten a pie named after Soul Campbell. So you know, welcome, welcome to welcome to 21st century London. Thank you, Mayor Khan. <laughs> 
sensation. You come over, listen, you come all over here from Copenhagen for this game. Um, does it really matter? Or just, you know, it just doesn't matter. No, as I was saying, like if if I if I didn't come over and we won, I would have been way more upset and disappointed than if we lost five six nil. So, as in, if I came and saw us lose five or six nil, so I'm not I'm not that bothered. I was a bit pissed off with the first half because we, as as Luz just said, we were fucking awful. We didn't, didn't even bother. Um, but at least at least the second half we showed a little bit of fight, and we haven't shown a lot of fight in a lot of games recently. So. You know, there's something, something good. Listen, soups out. So soups is out. Still we're all out. And we're all out. Iwobi is out. Brentford are out. Game set and match. This is all over for us. We now need to concentrate on Reading on Saturday. And in a way, it's a bit of a strange one because um, the Arsenal mate, I said to him today. You know, a lot of Brentford fans want to lose, and he went, oh, "How can any team want to lose?" I said, "Actually, I, I said that wrong." I said. Listen, we're not in control of the game, but as opposed to Chelsea a couple of seasons ago, we were like really potty for it. Today, we obviously really wanted to do well, but because of our league position, we it's a bit of a weird one if we went on a cup run. We saw what happened to Bristol City last season. They got smashed up because they went on a league run this time. So for us, yeah, you know, blessing in disguise maybe, but all we wanted to do is put a show on tonight, didn't we? Hey, you, the Rocksteady crew. B-Boy yeah. ready on Electric Avenue. Um, yeah, a um, little bit a bit frustrated tonight, if I'm honest with you. Um, I, don't, I don't think Brentford put on a show. I, think, I thought Brentford fans turned up in big numbers. Eight or 9,000 Brentford fans. The, fa- the players, no. First off. 2-0 down at half time we were kind of scratching wondering whether it could be 5-6 second half thankfully the players um, rallied and they, um, they they kind of like they got their they got their shit sorted out in the second half and um, fair play to Alan Judge you know that was a great free kick and it, it, it put us in with a chance but to be honest with you Bill you know the minute you start you start taking 9,000 away from home you owe it to them to put on a proper show you know your best team best performance and uh, you know it, it didn't happen tonight so I, I'm not I'm not saying it's as bad as Chelsea it wasn't as bad as Chelsea because Arsenal weren't as good as Chelsea but it, it could have been you know if, if Arsenal had gone strong tonight this could have really really been quite a bad thing for us tonight Luckily, um, whoever the new Arsenal manager is, um, Emery, he's gone. Okay, we'll we'll weaken our team too. So, you know, it's, it, it, it was a battle between two weakened teams, but they they were they were they were in their comfort zone the whole way. We never really threatened. We had twenty minutes second half where we could have we could have we could have pushed them a little bit harder. But we need to just like put that behind us, get on with the league now. Putting on with the league and talking about that, we've got Reading on Saturday. So check this out on Saturday. We Reading, get your tickets, go down to the ground and cheer the lads on because we need to tuck right in and get back into the league. You know, we uh, had two two league matches where we haven't got the maximum points. <laughs> Reading we lost and uh, which we we, we we drew. So we need to get right back in there. And Derby, sorry, Derby we drew, Ipswich we... Oh, Derby we lost, Ipswich we drew, I'm all over the place, and I? So, 
Electric, exactly, the electric Thank boogaloo. Thank crew. So, Saturday, you need to get down there for Reading. Big game. They're all coming down. They've sold out their allocation, even though they're not doing particularly well. But they've got a little result last week, so I think they're feeling on the up. But this is the besotted pride of West London podcast. So, check us out. Check it out. Go on, give us some subscribe on on, on, on the audio boom and on, on iTunes. Go to, to YouTube, Besotted992. Give us a thumbs up on that one as well. And also go to Facebook, Besotted as well. And just check us out on there. But like I said to you, Thursday, we have a normal podcast. Monday night, 9 o'clock, we've got our radio show on Love Sport as well. We'll be out there as well. And also, you can check us out after every match. We've got a podcast after every match as well. And we'll have a video from this Arsenal game as well we put out there. Yeah, some really good news as well. Um, anyone that's got um, a ticket stub from the Arsenal game, they um, qualify for a ticket for the Reading game on Saturday. Yes, that's right. So you can thumbs up and hopefully we'll see all 9,000 of you there and the rest of you at the game on Saturday, <laughs> which, is, which is all good. And also we've got half an half scarf that we're going to be raffling off as well. We're going to raffle off half an half scarf. We'll see how that will go. Yeah, we bought that and we're going to raffle it off if anyone wants to. Quid that's right, which is all good. But anyway, beside Pride of West London podcast, we're sitting down in the Piebury Corner having some pies and beer. Very late into the night as we go. Come on! Come on, newbies! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.